time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Glad you're with us today on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here with Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. We're online at roadmapfinancial.com. Look for the free consultation button at the bottom of the page to schedule a time to visit. We're going to have a little fun on today's episode. We're going to call this Retirement Potpourri. We're taking Glenn back to the elementary school, maybe middle school seemed like that was when maybe the uh, the fill-in-the-blank answers were most popular. Glenn, was that maybe middle school for you? I feel like those went away in high school for the most part, but... Yeah, fill in the blank. Yeah, <laughs> high school and college. It wasn't fill in the blank. It was more discussion questions. They wanted to yeah, make sure some, you really knew what you were talking about, right? Yeah, something a little longer. I mean, multiple choice questions were existed for every grade, and then fill in the blank seemed to get their prime maybe during middle school. I'll say it was that, and then the um, my least favorite was the uh, the answer bank where they'd give you a bank of answers and you matched them up to you know the different responses and questions. I almost would rather the fill in the blank where you just either know it or you don't when you then give me the options. I mean, sometimes it made it easier, but sometimes it was like you then started talking yourself out of the answer because you saw something else that caught your eye, you know? Right. right. Actually, I take that back. The worst were multiple answers. So multiple choice questions that could be one right answer, could be none of the above, but it could be two or only two or three of the items. Those were the worst. I, I, I take it back. Those were the worst. Yeah. Now, that, those kind of tests really make you think, don't they, Walter? Yes. They, they drive you crazy. That's for sure. All right. So going to have a little fun. We're going to cover a lot of different ground with these questions for Glenn. And I think it'll spark some good discussion. And this really centers around relationships between advisors and their clients, but we'll also touch on the stock market, maybe some common planning mistakes, and some more as we go through. We've got six, six questions to ask Glenn, these fill-in-the-blank responses, if you will. All right, so here's your first one, Glenn. The best way to be sure you don't run out of money in retirement is to blank. Save enough. Save enough. All right. I like (laughs) that idea. Save enough and develop a reliable income plan, right? I mean, you you know, you you want to make sure that you have enough money that to retire with, right? I mean, that that's that's critically important, right? And that's kind of almost goes without saying. But the the key then becomes is how are you going to transition from the accumulation years to preser- you know preservation and distribution, right? And that comes by the the development of a of a really of a reliable income plan. How are you going to take what you've saved and now turn it into you know your you know, an income stream or multiple income streams, you know, to make sure that, it, you know, it lasts you through the, your, you know, all of your life and, and your spouse's life. You know, how, how are you going to do that? You know, do you have a pension? You know, fewer and fewer people do, but, and, you know, uh, but there are some that are out there, but you know, sometimes there's still a gap. You know, when you start thinking about income planning, you know, you start with, you know, social security for the vast majority of people, and that's a certain level of income. And then you say, okay, well, your lifestyle is, is, is typically something higher than than what the Social Security you know income will provide for, and so now you've got a gap. And the key questions are, well, how are you going to fill that gap? You know, and and so, for some people, a pension completely fills that gap. For some people, if they have a pension, maybe it almost fills that gap, but not quite. Some people don't have a pension, and so that that, that gap exists. And so now you now you're kind of thinking in terms of, okay, well, you've got to take you know maybe part of your savings that you you know that you have your retirement savings, and how how are you going to make that be reliable, or are you willing to you know leave all of that gap you know to 
to everything that's at risk within the markets. There's a variety of different people out there with different thoughts and, you know, and, and comfort levels. But, you know, when I ask that question of, of folks, it's like, you know, when you when we're talking about that gap in income, do you want that gap to be, you know, to be something that you can count on? Or do you want it to be entirely, entirely, you know, you know, at risk, you know, in, in, the, in the markets where you have variable accounts and they can go up and down? And that become that becomes a, a very interesting question because there's very few people that want to have that gap to be you know funded entirely you know by things that are at risk. And so that so now we've got to think in terms of well okay well how much are we going to put over here and you know and, and develop you know longer longer term growth? How much are we going to have over here that 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 is the you know that is that is you know going to be you know supplying the income needs for the next little while? There's a lot to that, and everybody's situation's different, and they have different assets say. They have different, you know, social security benefits. They have all, all, all kinds of different scenarios. But the real key is, is you know, have enough there in, in your nest egg. But then, you know, you know you have, you've got to develop a plan as to how are you going to actually, you know, make sure that it lasts and you know, and make sure that you can have the the you know the income that you need and want to have to have the lifestyle that you want to have in retirement. Fantastic, Glenn. I think that makes a lot of sense. And um, again, these fill-in-the-blank answers, uh, no limit. So you can make the responses one word or a sentence or as long as you needed to make it. All right. So no worries. And there's really no wrong answer on this test. We're making it much easier than they used to back in school, Glenn, because I'm just going to trust you whatever you answer on these questions anyway. So you could say <laughs> literally anything and uh, it'll be right. But no, I know you're going to give us some uh, some good stuff here. So that's a good one to get us started. Best way to make sure you don't run out of money is to save enough and uh, get that income plan in place. All right, how about this one? The stock market has the ability to blank. Disappoint you when you least expect it. <laughs> okay, I like it. Yes, it definitely does. Or even and when you expect it, too. It just it sort of never delivers and always delivers, doesn't it? Well, I mean, it is what it is, right, Walter? I mean, it, it's a market. You know, it's the economy. It's, it's, it's things go up and things go down. And, you know, and the reality is, is that when we're particularly when we're thinking about retirement and retirement income and needing to rely on certain things, right, you you, you got to you got to make sure that you have certain things in place that are going to allow you to, you know, to, to, to you know, to live the life that you want to be able to live. And, and you know, and 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 have the income, that, you know, to, you know, to serve you with that. I mean, we kind of touched on that on the last one, but it really comes down to, you know, down to that. I mean, when you're when you're in your accumulation years and you're saving money and you're putting money away in, you know, for retirement, that's a whole different scenario than you retire. There's no more new money going into those accounts, and now you've got to start drawing money out. That whole dynamic shifts and it changes. And you know, and if you're in, if you're, you know, in your in your early years, let's say you're, you know, you're in your forties or early fifties or something of that nature, and you got a, you know, pretty reasonably long time horizon to go before you retire. If markets fall, but you're still, you still have a lot of years left, you know, to you know, to save for retirement. I mean, that's really an opportunity to be able to, you know, to buy more shares at lower prices, right? I mean, that's why you're, you know, you're kind of taught about that, you know, in the terms of dollar cost averaging and those kinds of things, right? But when you are transitioning into retirement, that's a whole different dynamic, right? I mean, when you can't buy more shares at lower prices when you don't have new money going into your accounts, right? And so now you're drawing money out, or, you know, or you're planning on when you're going to start drawing money out. And so you have to have certain stabilities or you know ways of segmenting the dollar so that you know that okay, I can draw, I can draw money out from here for the, you know for this period of time, and I'm and I'm not overly concerned about you know 
what the, the the ups and downs of the market. You know, you, you and and how are you going to diversify that way? We start. You know, we've talked in previous. You know. Uh, uh, episodes about retirement diversification, you know, and one of the, one of those one of those things that, that we talked about in, in terms of retirement diversification is time segmentation and and when are you going to need you know a certain amount of money and when you know what are you going to need for the next you know two three four five years versus you know maybe maybe ten years away you know in terms of segmenting your money that you're going to be able to draw from that and you know and diversify that way. And making sure that you're not leaving yourself exposed to, you know, to undue risk that you don't really have to, because you're using, you know, you're using the, the, you know, uh, strategies that are designed for accumulation versus preservation and distribution. Those are different times in life, and you need different strategies as to how you're going to deal with that because you need your money to do different things. Make sense, Walter? Makes sense, Glenn. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's a really good one to remember is the stock market has the ability to disappoint you. <laughs> Love it. Uh, if your advisor tells you blank, you should run the other way. I would say there, um, I would say if your advisor tells you that the other areas of financial services are bad, you should run the other way. And what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is, is that there is a place for all the different areas of, of financial services. You have, you know, you know, the markets and investments and securities. You have, you have, you know, you know, you have different banking products, you have different insurance products, and they all serve, a, you know, needs and purposes. That's why they're in the, that's why they're in the marketplace. And the typical person needs, you know, to have a balance of a variety of different things in there. But at the same time, I, I hear things and I see situations where, you know, somebody who's, you know, is, is an insurance, an insurance agent or insurance only, and you know, I, I've heard tales where they'll say, "Well, oh, well, you know, you you, you can't rely on that over there because there's there's too much risk. There's ups and downs, and you know, what are you going to do if you know if if you can't rely on it, you know?" And there's there's that. Then there's then there's the other side, the, the other extreme with, with the folks that are you know that are you know only in, involved with investments, you know, and 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 risk assets. And they say, "Well, you know, there's you know when we're when we're when we're looking over there at the insurance world and they're, they're giving you certain guarantees, well, you know, you're giving up so much of your ups." Side potential and you know and your liquidity and all all the other things you know the the reality is is that, that that there are pros and cons to everything that's out there in the financial services world. However, the reality is is that they all exist and and they and they've existed for a very long time because there are reasons to use them. And it's not whether something's good or bad. It's whether or not it's you know it's it's good or bad for your particular situation and what you're and what you're really needing to have. And and so there's not oh that this 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 world over here in the insurance is bad or this world over here in the securities and, and investments is bad. No, they they're both they both have pros and they both have cons. And they have good points and bad points. But the, the the key is is how do you how are you going to balance all of that and create a plan for yourself that addresses that addresses what your needs are when you're in retirement and when you're needing to draw money out versus when you're in the accumulation phase and you're saving for retirement. And so you know. I, I look at it and, and I, I say, you know, look, you, you almost have to be agnostic as an advisor to say, okay, you know, yes, you, 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 we've got we've got the insurance world over here and we've got the securities world over here. We have a certain need, you know, with with working with you know with banks and bank products as well. But the, it's it's not as if one's better than the other. 
maybe one's better than the other for accomplishing certain things, but most people need a variety of things accomplished. And so we have to look at, you know, well, how do we put the puzzle together in, in such a way that, that we, can, we can utilize the, the right amounts of, of, of each and, you know, and, and not everybody needs the same thing. But it's almost like, you know, it's like you, you're putting together, you know, it's like if you were baking a cake, Walter, right? I mean, you wouldn't say that sugar is good and flour is bad, right? I mean, you're making a cake. It needs everything. Right. And so that's, that's kind of the, the scenario that we're looking at is, is that the, what's, what, what is the right amount of, of each of the ingredients, so to speak? Uh, sugar is bad, though, Glenn. So let's. Uh, let's no, no, <laughs> well, not when you're making cakes, Walter. <laughs> I use my uh, my healthy sugars in my cakes, but it doesn't compare to the real thing. That's for sure. Uh, I'm just messing. All right, so that's great. So if your advisor tells you, yeah, uh, don't don't listen to those other guys, or uh, yeah, don't don't believe in the insurance industry or this other side of the industry. Uh, let that bring you some pause because all these things work in concert with one another. That's a, a very good reminder. Uh, when somebody comes to visit with you for the first time, Glenn, they're most likely to be worried about blank. Typically, Walter, you know, I, I would probably answer that by giving up control, right? Okay. I mean, uh, I mean, a lot of folks, you know, when they're getting ready to retire, right? I mean, more often than not, they have been putting money into their 401ks at work, right? That, that, that's, that's your typical scenario. And, and more often than not, they, they've never really worked with an advisor and, and, they, and they like what they've been able to do and how, they, how, they've, how they've put things together in their, in their portfolios and so forth. And, and, you know, oftentimes they feel like they've done a really good job and oftentimes they have. And the idea of, of, of having somebody else have some, you know, have some, you know, ideas about what they should do and everything like that going forward, sometimes that, 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 that creates a little bit of angst, you know, for folks. And, and they're afraid. It's like, well, you know, I don't want to give up control. I maybe want to get a little bit of input, but, but, but they're a little bit wary, you know, in as much as, you know, they've, they've literally spent decades, you know, saving for retirement. And, you know, they've not needed an advisor to this point. So why do I need one now, so to speak, is kind of a little bit of, of, of the of the internal dialogue that sometimes is going on, if that makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah, I think that that makes a lot of sense, Glenn, and something that um, lack of control, I think, very reasonably is a worry for a lot of people. Um, we talked on the last episode, uh, or maybe two episodes ago, about how some people might come in with you and say, can you just do it all for me? I, I don't want to know what's happening. Just Just do it all. But more often, it's folks that come in and they want to maintain some level of control over their finances, I would imagine. Well, I think that's right, Walter. And, 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 and quite honestly, uh, you know, they should. <laughs> it's not the advisor's job, at least in my view, to just completely take over, right? It's, it's, it's the advisor's job to be an advisor, right, to advise, to work with them to, you know, to develop the, you know, you know, plans for where they are in life. And, you know, and, and you know, and typically if, if folks are moving into retirement, I mean, they know in their heart of hearts that living in retirement and, and drawing money out is significantly different than putting money away for retirement, right? And they know that there's some different strategies that need to be looked at and different ways of positioning monies. And, you know, and there's, there's probably going to be some tax implications and those things. I mean, that's why they're there in the 
first place to come in and have those initial meetings or to you know to or to you know to jump on a Zoom call or something like that to have those 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 introductory and those, those discovery type meetings there's still this this underlying it's like well you know i, I you know I, how much do i listen to this you know, how much how, how much you know control am i going to be giving up and and those kinds of things and i think that that's like i say that, that's a, that's a little bit of what's playing in the background but i mean if if you find the right advisor you I mean the, the right advisor at least from my point of view and what an advisor ought to be doing is not trying to take control right what they're trying to do is is is, is help guide and to you know introduce you to different strategies that you may not have otherwise been aware of just simply because you have not really spent lots of time there you spent a lot of time in terms of saving for retirement and looking at you know what you know how are you going to position your money within within those accounts and how are you going to try to grow it but yet you haven't necessarily spent a whole lot of time and don't necessarily have access to knowing knowing all the different options as to how do you draw the money out you know what are going to be some of the tax implications what are some of the risks that that are that are out there in retirement that that didn't exist when you when you were when you were in the saving years right those are the kinds of things that an advisor should be helping you with and giving you guidance and you know and and help rather than trying to take you know take control over that and and so i think if you know if you have a you know, kind of a meeting of the minds and you, and you find the right advisor, you should be able to find that and they should be of, of great service to you rather than just trying to take over your financial life. Uh, makes a lot of sense, Glenn. All right, next one for you. The most common mistake that you see retirees and pre-retirees making is blank. On a financial side, I would say not understanding the importance of the distribution rate versus rate of return. That's a real challenging thing. You know, for you know, for folks, is 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 understanding. You know, well, how much can I draw out, and you know, and how does that relate to? Because you know, in in typical terms, as we as we've ta- been talking about with with folks that are in the accumulation years, it's almost always thinking about, well, what's what's my rate of return? What's my average rate of return? How am I doing? How is the account growing? And that kind of thing. And that that doesn't disappear in retirement, but when you start thinking about well, how much can I draw out and still make sure that the you know, that that my that my money is going to last and my accounts don't run out before I come to the end of my life, I mean that becomes that becomes a really important thing, and that becomes that becomes more important, you know, at least you know from a, from an income planning perspective than than rate of return does, right? And like I say, it doesn't mean that rate of return completely goes out the window but now you're now you're introducing another element to what you're doing with your money and how is how does it need to work and when you start start thinking about well how much can I draw out I mean a lot of folks don't have don't have a real good understanding of of what that you know what that means you know and and of course it depends upon how is how is your money positioned you know I mean are you know are you in entirely in risk assets or do you have any insurance you know products that that, that are part of your overall plan to help you you know draw money out you know I mean do, do you have do you have a do you have a pension right you know and, and if you do then maybe you don't need to have as much distribution from your other retirement accounts but you know again everybody's situation's different but that idea of, of the dis- 
of the distribution rate is typically, you know, uh, I mean, most people have heard about it and, and, and maybe thought about it a little bit, but, but really, you know, delving into that as to what that really means and what should be their expectations about, you know, how, you know, how much income can they draw off of their account, you know, and, and, you know, and, and how does it need to be positioned and so that they can rely on the fact that it'll be there. That becomes a whole different conversation. And I think that there's a, there's a misconceptions and, and just, just flat, just, just things that are outside of awareness that folks really need to need to be aware so that they don't make, they don't make mistakes. I, I really enjoy the insight here, Glenn. Glad that we've covered a lot of different topics on today's show in this retirement potpourri edition of the Retirement Roadmap. One last one, and this will be a fun one to end with. The most gratifying part of your job is blank. Uh, I would say helping people discover things that are in their blind spots. Okay, I right? like that. This is, I mean, that's a little bit what we were just talking about, right? It's like when something is outside of your awareness, right? And then, you know, and then bringing it into your awareness, it's like you, you, you have, you have aha moments, right? And those aha moments can be really, really, you know, important. I mean, they can be life changing, right? Typically, when when folks are making those transitions from the working years and the accumulation years to, well, how am I going to really retire? I think, you know, a lot of times, as folks say, I, I think. I've got enough saved, right? But 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 I'm not quite sure exactly what are some of the you know the 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 pitfalls and you know where where you know what can go wrong. You know, I mean, folks you know are concerned a lot of times about the ups and downs of the market, but they're not really sure how to navigate that or how to position things. You know, those those are some those are some of the insights as you know to you know in terms of you know the you know the rate of return versus sequence of returns and, you know, sequence of returns risk, different things that, that, that come into play about, you know, well, you know, ha- what kind of hedges do you, you know, have you got in place for, you know, for long-term care, you know, and, and most people don't have much of anything in place for long-term care. And it's kind of one of those things where they're just hoping that it doesn't happen. But when you start looking at it, it's like, well, the, the reality is, is that there's a pretty good chance that, you know, one or both of you are going to need some, some sort of care. Then you start you know, bringing that into focus and saying, okay, well, what would it do to your overall portfolio and your overall plans if something like that did happen? You know, and, you know, and, and, and all of a sudden it's like, wow, I mean, I, I, you know, I didn't realize that, you know, I mean, I kind of knew that it would be expensive, but I, you could really end up just impoverishing the other, the other person if, you know, and, and unintended, you know, though it might be, I mean, it's just, it's just very costly. What about you know how you save money in, into different accounts? You know, are there going to be tax implications? We've talked about this you know a, a lot, Walter, in terms of being of having tax aware planning, right? And and how is your social security going to be treated versus withdrawals from your four hundred one k or or pension income and those kinds of things? And you know, a lot of times you know folks, you know, it's like you know you're driving on the road and it's, you know you, you you know that you that there's blind spots and sometimes you can kind of sense there's things in your blind spot, but you but, but you don't. Really really know and you don't necessarily see them well i mean a lot of times folks have some, you know senses that they that they know that there are that they have some blind spots and they might even know what they are but but they don't really know what's there you know and 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 just kind of opening the the, the curtain and saying okay well let's do some analysis and let's see i mean where you know where do you where do you have exposure to to risk that that you don't necessarily have to have i mean that that to me when we can start to open up those doors and and, and those thought processes and those conversations 
that's really gratifying because then, then, then folks, you know, it's like, it's almost like you're coming out of the fog and, and being able to see things that you weren't able to see before. Well said across the board, Glenn, thanks for participating in this uh, kind of game on today's show, fill in the blank retirement potpourri edition covering so many different topics. If something that Glenn mentioned today sparked some interest with you, gets you interested in planning for retirement, improving your financial situation, or just got you curious about how you can get to and through retirement with a little bit more peace of mind and security, uh, well, it's time to talk about a financial plan, and Glenn can help you there. Call 336-291-3535 to schedule your time to visit. And that visit can happen virtually wherever you are or in person if you happen to be in the Greensboro, North Carolina area. You can also schedule that visit by going to RoadmapFinancial.com and click on the free consultation button at the bottom of the page. That's RoadmapFinancial.com and just look for free consultation and schedule that time to visit. Uh, Glenn, thanks for the help, and uh, we'll have another great episode ready to go next week. All right, Walter. Take care. Appreciate it. That's Glenn Mosseller. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Mm -hmm. 